Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique, my co-host Vince, and we have a special guest now. Uh, I love this. This is our 40th end of year, very special episode. We're going to be talking about what she does and how she's impacting our community. Vince, let's let's do the introduction. All right. Well, I'm excited. You know, we started here in Florida. We're going to finish here in Florida, here in 2020. And we have the honor to speak with Kelsey DeSantis, who is a founder and CEO of The Plug Consulting in Fort Lauderdale. So welcome, Kelsey, to the show. Uh, just let's start off and tell us about you. Thank you so much. First of all, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you guys. I love what you guys do. And um, it's really great to be connected. I was connected through one of my best friends and a mentor. So thank you guys for having me. And um, a little bit about me is I grew up in Southern California and I joined the Marine Corps when I was 18 years old. Before that, I had started actually competing in martial arts. Muay Thai was my first martial art. And then when I joined the Marine Corps, I started doing more MMA-based martial arts. And um, I served with HMX-1, which is the President's Helicopter Squadron for both Bush and Obama, as a canine handler specifically. And then I was selected to work at the Marine Corps Martial Arts Center of Excellence, which is like our highest level of martial arts. Um, and I had a really awesome career. I learned a lot and I'm really thankful for my experiences. I, after I got out of the Marine Corps, I pursued education. I got my undergraduate in business with a focus on entrepreneurship. And then I finished my master's degree from the University of Miami in public relations and communications, which has led me into doing a lot of my own business stuff and working with a lot of different clients and it's really been an incredible experience thus far, and um, I'm happy to share it with you guys. So thank you for having me. Oh, it's an honor. And like I said, you know, this is the end of the year for us. So we're very excited because we started this back in March and really didn't think that it would go this far. We were hoping that it would. But, you know, I, I'm looking at your company, The Plug Consulting, and, and you know, similar to the Leadership Void um, it's interesting to see and hear the, the different variety of, of names that we give uh, certain companies, but in the veteran space. So tell us a little bit about the plug. Yeah, sure. So I came up with the plug consulting because a lot of the business that I had been doing had to do with connection and networking and really putting the right people in place, like in terms of like the plug. And so um, I created this company and I have kind of sub brands that fall underneath and I work with different clients. And um, I definitely had a whole different set of agenda in the beginning of this year. I think a lot of people can relate to that with COVID and everything. Um, and then I kind of had to reevaluate things and figure out where I was going and um, it's, been, it's been a heck of an experience and it's been really insightful, but I love what I do. I love connecting partners and companies along with creating kind of like from a thousand foot view perspective in terms of strategy. That's something that I really enjoy doing. And it's kind of like a, an ongoing chess game for me. <laughs> <laughs> ongoing chess game indeed. 
Yeah. That's the way of life right now. We're ongoing. Uh, Got to move your pieces strategically, definitely. So un understand a little bit more of the plug, you know, how long you've been around? Um, uh, are your clients just nationally or globally? And how are you holding up? And what are you currently doing in this, uh, this season of change? Yeah, sure. So I'll start back a couple years ago when I started my own gym and cafe. Um, and that was my first kind of experience. Before that, I was doing nonprofit type work. And I learned a lot there. Um, when I was doing my gym and cafe, I learned about what it means to have a brick and mortar business. And my heart goes out to a lot of people right now who are doing brick and mortar because of um, a lot of small businesses are affected severely right now. And if I had my gym or cafe, it would probably be closed um, during this time. And so I learned a lot there. And then I realized that I wanted to get more into consulting and do less of the overhead type business and get more into doing strategy. And so I started with um, a basic consulting company. It wasn't the plug yet. And I did that for about a year and I had different clients. And then the plug really came about the next following year as I started to get back into the industry that I love, the firearms industry, the veteran space, veteran owned and operated companies and whatnot. And so I started to really plug and play um, companies and partnerships. And um, in terms of what I thought we were going to be doing last year, um, I had three or four clients lined up and then COVID happened and everybody was kind of putting on the brakes and saying, hey, hold on, how do we predict what's going to happen this year? What's going on? So then come about like summertime, I started to get back my clientele and kind of figure out, okay, we're going to just kind of pivot around this and move our way around. And um, that's been really fun. Again, it's like these problems that arise sometimes, you know, these um, unpredictable things that we just don't have control over. I've kind of learned to see as uh, part of the puzzle and trying to figure out how I can shift and how I can be flexible and adapt. Uh, my military career definitely helped me with that. Um, so credit there. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely been an experience and it's constantly like changing and ever like growing. But what's great is that I find, I find a lot that comes from putting the right people together. And then usually that trickles into more work and more clients and whatnot. So. Yeah, it's amazing what uh, this year has allowed us to do <laughs> in terms of pivoting and readjusting and looking at a new game plan. So what's what does the horizon look like for you now that you've had uh, the exposure to pivot? Yeah, so now I'm working, one of my main clients is Gray Man Tactical and they're a great company. They don't sell firearms, they sell products that facilitate um, storage of firearms. Um, but what we're trying to do is, and <clears throat> a lot of your clients may, may know this or your, um, your people may be familiar with, I call it the discrimination in, in the tactical industries between hunting, fishing, self-defense or whatever it is. Um, social media has kind of silenced a lot of these companies. And I didn't realize it even after the military because I was working with businesses that are, say for example, more traditional, like a donut company is what I first started with. And then like a steel building company where these companies don't really run into a whole lot of discrimination in terms of how they market their products or services. 
Um, so that was kind of an eye-opening experience and trying to figure out where all that's coming from um, and whether it's political or it's not, um, regardless, it exists. And trying to move around these obstacles has definitely be a ch been a challenge, but it's actually been really fun and insightful. Um, and I've learned a lot from it and I'm trying to reach out to new target markets, a part of these various communities, because this holds a lot of people and a lot of people's interests, regardless of where you stand on what side of the fence or what you believe in. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have commonality with these communities and a lot of people that believe in self-defense or believe in um, protecting themselves and having the gear that they so wish to have, you know, and we have rights as Americans. So, um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with one of my main clients, a couple of my other ones, they're also within the same kind of industries. So we've been working in terms of trying to figure out how to go in the best way possible around these obstacles that we're facing in terms of communication. Thank you for sharing. Definitely. It's, it's an ongoing process and evolving at that as every day we change, right? Um, but let's dive into, as the show is called, The Leadership Void, to find out more uh, as your glowing resume of what you've done in the military and all the different um, opportunities you have had. Uh, let's dive into your professional development. Uh, what areas do you currently work on to improve your capabilities as a leader? So that's a great question, Vince. Thank you for asking. And um, one thing that I've realized that I've been lacking on in terms of my own personal growth and development is reading and reading for enjoyment. And I've actually just started reading this book, um, Jack Carr, Savage Son, and it's incredible. And um, one of my friends inspired me to get back into reading because I was doing a lot for my master's program, but it was more so reading that was required, you know, and it's something that's always been on my agenda to read for myself and my self enjoyment. And um, so that's something that I realized I've been lacking and that I needed to pick up the ball with. And um, literally I just started. <laughs> so I'm excited to say that I've recognized it and I'm making improvements toward that. Um, that's one of the things that in terms of what I like to reference as the full spectrum warrior. And it's also another company that I work with, um, Rich Graham's company, uh, who is the Navy SEAL. And he's an incredible person, has a great company, tactics, training and whatnot. But his whole perspective on the full spectrum warrior includes being able to self-analyze, hey, where am I lacking? You know, what is it that I need to improve on? Is it my physical conditioning? Is it my mental fortitude, um, my emotional state, my spiritual state, whatever it is, um, being able to analyze that and say, okay, I need to make some improvements here. And it's kind of a lot, kind of feels like you're drinking from a fire hose but there's light at the end of the tunnel. And once you start to kind of see yourself in different ways and be able to analyze yourself perspective in different ways, I feel like there is room to, you understand that there's room to grow and acknowledging it is definitely the first step. Um, a group that really helped me with that was actually where I met Sarah, which is um, Zach Brown's camp, Camp Southern Ground, um, which is a veterans transition assistance program. Great, great program. Um, one of the most incredible programs that I've ever had the pleasure of being a part of because it helped me identify emotionally 
where I was. And I had never had any periods of instruction on that, like not in the military, <laughs> definitely not in the military, like not in you know school as a young kid, which I definitely believe it's something that our kids need. Um, but I could barely explain the way or talk about the way that I was feeling. And that might sound like, well, what does that do for anybody? But when you realize that you can put words to the way that you're feeling, even just for yourself, um, it allows things to release in a certain way. And it allows you to kind of acknowledge what's going on and then move through it, I think a little bit more efficiently. So um, all these little steps and all these like little pieces of the pie, I think have helped me along the way in terms of my self-growth, my leadership, my evolution. I've done a lot of um, instruction too. I've instructed martial arts and um, different types of, types of self-defense and whatnot. And it's really, really helped me to just be a better instructor is to be able to acknowledge where I am personally. Yeah, I, I love that because the first, and, and, and Vince and I will tell you and tell most people that we, uh, we consult for that the first step of any progress is the realization of where you are. And so that's great. I, I love hearing that. Uh, and, and, and talking about leadership and growth, um, there are some people out there listening, wanting to figure out how, what's the next step. So as a emerging leader that you were, and now you're leading your own company, what kind of advice could you give emerging leaders that are listening uh, to help them out along the way? Another great question, Enrique. So um, in terms of some of the best advice that I got when I was younger and still advice that I hold near and dear to my heart and try to walk with that is the ability to be flexible and to overcome. Like people will say, you know, don't quit, never give up, but there's all these obstacles that arise. And it's like, wait a second, like, this is harder than I thought it was, or this wasn't what, you know, this wasn't what I envisioned. And a lot of times in my life, there's things that have happened. I've set my, my perspective and my focus on a main goal. And depending on whether I reach that goal or not, being flexible has allowed me to sometimes reach other things that may be off to the right or the left that surpass that one goal, maybe, or maybe they don't, but it's in a different category or a different identity, if you will. And I know that there's a lot of veterans that can relate to this in terms of identity once you get out of the military, along with um, collegiate athletes. Um, you know, when you leave something or a profession or whatever it is, or you become a mom or you have a significant life-changing event, identity is a big factor. And like, being flexible is so important and being kind to yourself is so important. I never envisioned myself as a mom. I just didn't. I just thought, my, thought of myself as a fighter, as a Marine um, and a dog mom, but <laughs> not a human mom. And um, that's been one of the most rewarding identities, if you will, um, that I've ever had the pleasure of taking on. Um, but a lot of these things can be very fearful and they can be, you can have a lot of resistance to this change. But if you stay flexible and if you're kind to yourself, I think that that's a lot better and it's a lot easier to kind of move with the water, if you will. And sometimes you reach something that you never had even visualized or seen because you had focused on that goal, but you stayed flexible and you allowed yourself to be successful in different areas and different categories. You know, I'm going to brag a little bit because one of our sayings in the Air Force is flexibility is the key to air power. So and understanding true that it is very important to be flexible in different 
obstacles and and or opportunities. And let's talk a little bit about challenges, leadership challenges you have faced. Uh, how do you deal with your challenges you face or are you currently facing? So in terms of dealing with challenges that I face, um, I've learned over the years that one of the only things that we can control is our breath. And a lot of times we forget to breathe. <laughs> um, and it sounds like simple, easy, like, oh no, I'm breathing just like subconsciously. But to breathe deep and to focus consciously on the breath allows you to be in the present moment. And when you do that, a lot of the emotional turmoil that comes from obstacles or comes from adversity kind of, if you will, instead of being at such a, a higher frequency, it allows it to kind of subside and you, you find stillness. And in that stillness, I think that you can find answers and I think that you can find reason. Um, when things are hyped up and when things, when you're in the moment, it's really hard to find clarity. So one of the best things that I've found in terms of dealing with obstacles is, is to breathe through it, to take your time. If you have time, if you have the opportunity to have time to make a decision, take the time. It might mean sleeping on it so that you can think about it and it, the answer will come to you at a different point in time. Um, but time is really important. Time and breathing is really, really important when it comes to obstacles because the answer will present itself. So I find, but sometimes it takes necessary time or it takes a certain emotional state for you to reach that point. Um, so breathing is hugely, hugely important. There's a lot of different things you can find on the internet, YouTube, meditation wise in terms of breathing. And I think a lot of people, even myself, if I did it more often, um, would have huge benefits from it um, because there's just something really special about being in the present moment and allowing things, allowing yourself to realize that truly one of the only things we have control over is the way that we're breathing and handling a situation. So if you take that extra time and that extra moment to breathe through it, it usually turns out better. I totally agree. And I, I love that uh, um, in my head, you know, you, as you was talking, be still and know, right? That just, just the quietness brings so much clarity. And so I love that. Uh, take being able to take that time to be present, be in the know, uh, and and succeed because that's really what 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 it takes. So, in there's a lot of strategies that we put into place uh, to ensure success. Uh, I'm sure that you have seen a lot of opportunities and a lot of areas where you can implement a strategy. Maybe I thought maybe I should do this, that, and the other. So. What certain strategies have you used throughout your career uh, up until now and, you, and some that you can share for others to uh, maybe implement in their uh, current situation? I love this, Enrique. One of my favorite things to do is to prioritize. And the best thing that I found, whether it's a whiteboard or a planner, I'm a huge passion planner. I tell everybody um, that's kind of like, and now we seem to be getting away from the written, you know what I mean? Which honestly, in my mind is an expressive form of art. So if you can write like the way that you feel, or you can write on a calendar, or you can write out your to-do list, it's interesting the way that it feels, because like a lot of times our, it's all in our mind and our mind has a lot of noise that comes in. So sometimes it's hard to organize all that. 
So if you can prioritize, write down, whether it's the way that you feel or whether it's your to-do list, I kind of do both. Um, I found it extremely beneficial for me because it allows me to say, okay, I'm going to take care of this as a priority, number one. And then number two, I'm going to do this. And number three, I'm going to do that. And it allows you to kind of put aside one of the most important things that I found is self-care. Whether you're in a relationship, you have a family, you have a career, whatever, there's so much neglect that we do to ourselves by not taking care of ourselves, whether that's 30 minutes a day for your meditation, for your workout, um, for your self-reading, whatever it is that's essential. And it should be put as a priority. Maybe it's not priority. Number one, you got to go to work and get, you know, the bills paid. Right. But if you can prioritize it where it's like, okay, 30 minutes after work, I'm going to do this for me. It's incredible what you can accomplish when you start taking care of yourself. And I've had to learn that the hard way. And I know a lot of, a lot of other people can relate. If you don't take care of yourself, there's no possible way that you can take care of others or what it is that you can't meet those, that level of efficiency, that goal or whatever it is that you have in mind, you have to take care of yourself. Um, so figure out where that lies in your priorities and then also figure out how you can be expressive and let go of all of these. Like I said, it's like, I think the one reason why I'm so good with working with multiple clients and different, um, people is because I'm able to prioritize things and I'm able to say, okay, for each client, what is their number one priority? Boom, 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 boom. And it's relieving because it's like, okay, at least we have somewhere to start instead of being like, we have to do all this right now. You don't have to do all this right now. What is the number one priority? And so if you can find them in a, a, an expressive way to do that and also be able to check back on those priorities and evaluate yourself, I think that's where true success is um, obtainable. I definitely agree, you know, finding the priorities for your client, but also finding the priorities for you, which in that it should be self-care is what I'm hearing. And the, going back, bringing back the art form, which is not too long ago, writing it down, right? Uh, definitely important. Right? We used to graffiti back in the day, but that's totally a different subject. Which but is awesome, which I love. <laughs> I'm from Southern California. And we like down here in Miami, like just a little bit north of Miami, we have um, Wynwood artists from all over the world come and do graffiti arts and it's beautiful. Art is wonderful. I believe in art therapy. I believe in a lot of alternative therapy. Expression is beautiful, whether it's through your words or your writing or whatever art it is. You know, there's a lot of art therapy that I've participated with veterans throughout the years and I love it. It's near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. And, and Camp Southern Grounds, we had Brent on, on the on the call one last couple of weeks. And definitely to your point, you know, expressive art is great to release whatever's holding you back at some point and another great strategy. So thank you, Kelsey, for that. Uh, great tips, great uh, advice you shared. Uh, and how do people connect with you or, and or the plug consulting? Sure. So all my social media is at Kelsey DeSantis, K-E-L-S-E-Y-D-E-S-A-N-T-I-S. -E -E and you can find me on Twitter. Instagram is the platform I tend to prefer. Um, Facebook has kind of like deleted one or two of my pages and not let me in. And then there's some, there's some fake people out there that try to act like they're me and take my pictures. But so you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. Um, also LinkedIn. 
and everything is at Kelsey DeSantis. Also, you can find my website at Kelsey DeSantis and you go to go to the contact page and you can send me an email. Um, if you want to send an email up to my consulting company, if you're interested, it's Kelsey at the plug consulting.com. And I'd love to talk to you. Outstanding. And we'll make sure that all that information is part of the video and it's part of the commentary so that they can get a hold of you. Folks, if you are looking for a breakthrough in your company, Kelsey's the one to get you there. So reach out. And if you want to reach out to us at the Leadership Void, uh, you, you know, we share our email uh, plenty of times a week, the Leadership Void at gmail.com. And uh, please, if you have questions in regards to uh, anything related to leadership, anything related to uh, the void of leadership in your life, send us those comments, send us questions. If you want to be on the show, send us a, a request and we'll consider that as well. Yeah, and today Enrique and I were honored to have Kelsey DeSantis online and, and sharing her wealth of knowledge and wisdom and what she's doing currently. So again, thank you, Kelsey, for being here. And as we said early on, this is our 40th episode. We are concluding 2020 with Kelsey here in Florida. And for folks, get ready. 2021, we have new and full with new adventures, new dynamic guests, and other surprises. So you want to stay tuned for next week because we're going to share, and Hank and I are going to share what that looks like. But for now, we want to wish both and everyone out there a prosperous new year. And we're looking forward to what 2020 will bring you and your family. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.